Hello, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. Hello, bienvenue au le haut bouton. Go ahead. Uh, today is June, I think it's 12th, the 12th, 11th, episode 52. 52. We just finished big watching the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Let's have a round of applause for, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Congratulations to Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins on your tremendous season. So that, what what happens now? What do they do? They go in the room. They get hammered. Yep. Then what do they do? They go back to the hotel. That they're not. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they have to do the, everything as a team because there's there are people there with their families. Then there's the young guys. Yeah. I bet you they start off together and they just go their separate ways. The younger guys go to the club. The older guys go hang out with their family. They got to get this. Yeah, maybe. They, I don't know. I think they all you know go what, out as a team. It's you know what it probably is. What? There's probably a get together at the hotel. Mm. They all hang out together. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then yeah, they get like a boardroom with and, a bunch of beer, and, champagne. And as it as it goes on, they uh, as as the like the night goes on, they uh, some of them will go out and some won't. Do you think they'll get booed in a club in Nashville? Do you think they'll be accepted? That was a very unclassy show there. Yeah, they were throwing that, some stuff on the ice there. Some pissed I understand. Off people. I understand they were upset with the officiating, and they have every right to be because that was brutal. Mm. But the game's over. The team's trying to celebrate. You're yelling. Yeah, you got to show a little bit of class. And you're also like, how many? There's adults there, right? You're a grown ass person. What are you doing throwing things onto the ice? I understand you live in Nashville and you don't get that many championships or that many exciting events going on. I completely understand that. Yeah. You live in Nashville. But, I mean, come on. You're fucking the, uh, 40 years old throwing bottles on the ice. Just go, just go home. The whole NHL needs to fix the whole pregame Stanley Cup. It's it's garbage. They they they're the country. What was his name? Brian, some country guy playing on the roof and just he was playing like a slow jam country song, trying to pump up five thousand people on the street. <laughs> he's on the roof. Yeah, he's on the roof, and the people are on the street. It's like, and he wasn't even facing the people on the street. And but it's been like this forever. Like the NHL, they love rock and roll. They love it. Oh yeah, it's, it's rock and roll. The um, some forty one, the tragically hip. Nothing. There's anything wrong with the tragically hip. I like them, but they they just they're the whole. It's not pump up music. Put it that way. No, it's just it's it's. They love sticking with the nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties music to get D-N-T. a pump up. T. They love country. I'm sure they're yeah, happy that I, it's a national. I hate when they'll make like for like a promotion. They'll do like a country song, but it'll be about yeah. hockey. <laughs> And every single like, it's it's always uh you know it started out in a rink in the backyard. <laughs> they try to get all emotional. Yeah, in the, uh, in the rink, in 40, forty below degree weather. It's like what are you talking about? And like, and like Tim Hortons started doing those commercials too. Yeah, these it's like stop trying to key into people's emotions. It's hockey and it's now. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan now. NBA NBA has fantastic advertisement. Yeah, they have great. Well, think it's it's mostly because of the music. And because of the the movements of the players, the dunking, the alley ooping, yeah. the dribbling, it's cooler to make a basketball commercial. It's e actually no. Let me let me let me say that again. It's easier to make a basketball commercial look cool than it is to make a hockey commercial look cool. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, I wanted to touch on people who, like the game was in Nashville, but the Pittsburgh arena was full of people watching the game. What the? What are you doing? Go home. Just. You have a TV. What do you yeah. put your jersey on? You gotta get tickets. You gotta wait in line. You're probably these people have nothing better to do with their lives. 
You know, it's it's one, even if you do have something, even if you don't have anything better to do and you do go to the game, think of the repercussions after the game. You got traffic. You got gas going there, gas going back. You got crowds to go through. There's so many things that you have to get through on a day-to-day, on a, on a trip like that. It's just not worth it. Especially no one's Wait playing. You're just watching a TV. You can watch the TV on your house, at your house. And... Yeah, but you have like you. The comfort is at home. You go to the rink for mm-hmm. to watch the game, mm-hmm. but you, there's no comfort. I just thought of something though. More expensive beer at the rink. Okay, keep going. But do you think there's a big party going on down it, there in Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The whole city's. Going I guess nuts. I. You know what? Maybe for a deciding game like that, and you might be able to. Yeah. Party with like twenty thousand people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I just remember like even when the Jays made it to the final, or did they? No, they didn't make it to the World Series. They made it to the whatever division finals and I remember they won and Halifax was going crazy because they represent Canada right even when yeah. the Mooseheads won in the, yeah. the Memorial Cup everyone just got hammered it was a great time I feel that's the same thing with Pittsburgh right now they're going insane absolutely yeah. I don't blame them that's it's, it's a it's a automatically acceptable to be hung over tomorrow in Pittsburgh oh absolutely do whatever you want absolutely I think it's acceptable for me to be hung over tomorrow at work well, yeah, I agree. You, you, de- we definitely had a part of this win. Yeah. I cheered them on. I watched every game. There's Phil Kessel right there getting the the, sh- the champagne. Oh, Phil, that must be amazing for him. A eh? two Cubs leaving Toronto. A big old fuck you to Toronto. Yeah, and a big old smile on his face. I don't even. He doesn't even play hockey in the summer. He just plays golf and poker. I, and then he gets two cups. That's the recipe, people. Yes, golf I, and, and poker. And I feel. I did feel bad for him. Because from, for who, sorry? For Phil. Yeah. Because he, from Boston to Toronto to Pittsburgh, his stats have been nearly identical every year. He's He is the same player every year, and he just has different expectations where he, wherever he Oh, played. were they the same in Toronto? As yeah, in he was scoring 30 goals look. a year. You know what I mean? But like, he's but he's not uh, he's not the guy to go. He's a great role player. He's a great yeah, guy to put up the absolutely. numbers, but he's not the leader guy. No. But I, he's a great guy to have in, on, on the ice. I agree 100%. Yeah, and it's like, what did, what did Toronto expect? When they got him. To bring him a cup? I don't think so. Yeah, it's insane. Sorry, Toronto. You're not going to get a cup with Phil Kessel. No, you're not. And then that's where the whole media comes into play, especially Toronto media. You got to, this is the guy that's going to win you the cup. This is the guy that's going to bring you 50 goals a year. This is the guy that's going to make sure that you win consistent cups three years in a row. It's like, are you hockey experts? Do you know what you're talking about? Yeah. The man that plays golf and poker in the offseason is going to bring you a, like, expectations are just too high. All right. It's... I don't know. Like even just looking at him, you're like, he's not gonna bring you a cup. Well, if you look at the man and you see the way he performs on the ice, it's a, it's a, it's a physical mystery. Yeah, his he, physique is. He defies physics. He defies physics. He looks like a, a beer, poker, drinking, golf player. He looks like uh, Phil Daly of the NHL. Phil Daly. Not Phil Daly. Who's the the golf? John Daly. John Daly. <laughs> the John Daly of the NHL. John. I don't know if he smokes cigarettes. But oh, oh, Phil does. If there was a picture of Phil smoking a cigarette, you know that would blow up the internet, right? There'd be memes left, right, and center. Yeah. I, he, I can't picture him not smoking cigarettes. He's definitely smoked a cigarette. Google it. Phil, Phil Kessel, Kessel smokes s- cigarettes. Or just write cigarette. I don't know. I'll put smoke cigarette. Cigarette. No, there's definitely no picture of it. Oh. Oh. Oh, we got we got Dion Phaneuf smoking a cigarette with oh, it's hard to say who that other guy is. That's Dion. I don't know who this is though. That looks like. Do you ever see the Carrie the Carrie Price uh, smoking a cigarette? He everyone knows he smokes cigarettes. Oh, who's it? The, because there's Dion. 
And who's this guy here? Alexander Semen. Okay. That's Why are they odd. hanging out? I don't know. All NHL guys Wait, hang out in the off season. What am I clicking? Oh, I thought that was Sid. So there's a couple pictures of Sid partying. I really don't care. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Do you ever see the the Carey Price picture of him with a cigarette and a beer? You have a good story about that. I don't know where you heard it. Do you want to tell it? About yeah, about about old, old Pricer, the greatest goalie potentially ever. Well, I don't know. He doesn't have any Stanley Cups. Murray has two big yeah. fella. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Go uh, ahead. Tell the tell the tell the story. Yeah. So a friend of mine was was uh, out drinking in Montreal on a on a game night. So the night before a game, Carey Price was outside just hammering back cigarettes like chain smoking and he speaks in third person he's like <laughs> Kerry wants another beer <laughs> hey, grab, grab Kerry a beer that's amazing I, I'd probably do the same thing if I was in his skates <laughs> same thing um, what did you just look up there I just went to NHL.com just a bunch of pictures of Sid celebrating okay. um, Montreal's a dangerous city to party in if you're on the Montreal Canadiens though Everything feels, everything you do gets put out there. It's it's not that big of a city. Montreal? Every, well, I guess Montreal is a big city, but if you play for the Canadians, everywhere you go, there's going to be pictures being taken of you, stories being told about you. You got to yeah. be I guess not even as a Montreal Canadian. I guess every single professional sports franchise. I guess for the LA Kings maybe not cuz they're just the Kings. No one cares about hockey. Yeah. In LA. Yeah. So I guess maybe that I'm wrong. There's definitely some teams out there that you, you yourself I have in. a problem with when they say the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win where do you, where do you get off I making a cup yeah they do say that what makes it tougher you're telling me the World Series is not tougher to win here's I, I'm, I'm going to agree I'm going to 62 games I'm going to okay well okay so then what do you think is the hardest cup to win or trophy to win in sports you know what I don't think you can really compare any of them. You can't compare it. Here's my here's what I'm going to say about that. One, basketball is an in, more of an individual game, so I think it's more easier to win in basketball. Well, let me tell you this. Okay. You're telling me if you're in the NBA, but LeBron James is in the NBA, and you're not on his team, it's easier to win? Repeat that. You're not playing on LeBron's team. Is that an easy trophy to win? Because you got to play against him to beat it? That's a tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's extremely tough. Yeah. The NHL has more underdogs than any other league. Mm. It's the most balanced sport, I'd say. Balanced? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess consecutively Pittsburgh's won two years in a row. And throughout the year, it's always Chicago, Pittsburgh, uh, New York, well, look, Boston. Put it this way. Either LeBron or Kobe has played in the finals the past like 15 years, 10 years at least. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't. It's 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 up for these fucking experts to decide. I guess you got to have a suit and tie and be on a <laughs> be on national I, television I for it, you I, to form an opinion. I, I on find that. It, hockey fans and the league itself are always trying to like prove something about the sport because no one watches it. Well, I'll go back to what Bill Burr said on Bill Simmons. He's like, nothing's wrong with the sport. It's fine. Keep it the way it is. People always have to hype up, oh, it, 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 it needs this, it needs that, it needs to get rid of fighting, it needs to be quicker, it needs to be wider. Just no, leave I, it alone. Yeah, it's a great sport. But, but I'm, I'm more talking about, um, like, people trying to post 
like memes and stuff about why the sport is better than other sports. Yeah, I hate that. That's I like, absolutely like, fucking like, hate that. <laughs> and and the athlete thing. It's like they're the better athletes than everyone else. It's like no. Like first off, skating is not that difficult. It, it is difficult. Actually, but, but when you know when you know how to skate and you have skates on, it's a you can, you're gliding around half the time. If you can skate, you can play hockey. It's not that difficult yeah. of a game. So for someone who knows how to skate, it's much easier than running around on a court. My argument with it is, it's a, it is it's a difficult sport to play. You know, I guess for a lot of people, you got to. We played at a high level of hockey, so it's hard for us to speak for the the other half that don't really know how to play hockey that well. So let's give the people that are listening a little bit of a fair chance. Yeah. it is it is a tough game. You have to practice it a good percentage of your life in order for you to play at a high level. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. Where I get pissed off about it is when people say that hockey players in general are better athletes than any other sport. I know I know guys who we played hockey with who can't play any other sport. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. I absolutely. It it's it's uh it is tough. It's a tough sport. You gotta have great cardio, you have to have great uh lower body strength, you have to have a great core. Yeah. But when you look at guys that are playing football, linebacker, mm. wide receiver, the speed, the quickness, the agility and the acceleration that some of the, even soccer players that they have to have yeah. and they're not even on skates. It, if you're a good skater, the advantage that you have against anyone else on the ice that's an average skater is incredible. If you look if you look at a guy like McDavid or Crosby or um, who's another quick guy? McDavid. These guys are so good because they're so fucking quick, and they're not on. They're not on. Uh, they're not on feet. They're not on the fucking grass, yeah. cement, whatever. They're gliding out there. Yeah. Now, if you're playing soccer, football, basketball, you're constantly moving your feet. You're constantly moving your feet. You're on your legs. Your cardiovascular system has to be so much more. Yeah. It's just, but I guess it's just like anything. I guess if I played soccer my entire life. I would say, yeah, there's other sports that are... And I I, try, I played hockey my whole life. I understand it's a difficult sport. You have to be in shape, but... But you know, you know why? There's very fucking stereotypical people out there that played hockey that fucking won't let up. And that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Fucking let it go. And it, but the reason hockey has that backseat role is just it's that that's what it is. Is because you never hear... Uh, a football player saying that football is better than basketball or vice versa or baseball saying mm. they don't just play your sport yeah if no people don't like your sport why do you care mm -hmm. I agree alright um I don't like the way hockey players are robots when it comes to uh, interviews I didn't like PK yeah. Subban during this the Stanley Cup playoffs there was a lot of uh, attention on him because he's the best defenseman on Nashville but the whole he just his body language out there. I, just keep I, I going. Just, I'm gonna fill my water up. All right, I just wasn't a fan of it. Um, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, world class. But his body language, the what things he was saying to try to stir up the emotions against Crosby, against the Pens. I just don't think there's a, there is no need for that. Now, with that being said, I'm not. I wish hockey players showed more emotion when it came to. To post game interviews or yeah, the fact even no after. one had mentioned that goal. Yeah, like National just had this their season stolen from them. Yeah, like you like why you're. T I like the NFL because there's players out there. Not like trust me, like I think what some NFL players do in the off season is terrible. The murder, the drugs, whatever the hell. <laughs> the you murder, the drugs. The, you know, the raping, the hitting of the women, whatever the hell they do. <laughs> the striking of the females. 
that's terrible. But there's some of them out there that are just real people that come from a community that obviously wasn't, uh, you know, in the best shape. And then they make a lot of money and they have a little bit of attitude behind them. And they have a little bit of cockiness behind them. And I love that. I find hockey players are taught when they come into the league just to say as as little as possible. And play the game hard. And that's a great thing. That's It, it is great. That's but. the thing, though. Hockey players, like, we've played with people, and they're just as cocky as any other sport. They just don't show it in the interviews. Because the players before them have had the level of respect for the players even before them. It's a humble sport when the cameras and the interviews and uh, and the people that matter are around. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. people just it's it's a it's almost like an illusion within a hockey team that you have to be this superhuman person. Can we go back to that goal? You're telling me that. Well, let's tell the people the goal you're talking about before you start talking. About everyone it. knows Justin Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup losing the goal that Nashville had. The ref shouldn't take. have blown the yeah the whistle. You're telling me that the ref should not have the authority. To call that a goal because he blew the whistle, but the whistle had nothing to do with that going in or not. I honestly, Tom, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. I don't even know. You know how they go back to Toronto? Like, what's Toronto gonna do? Uh, you know, the, he shouldn't have blown it. You know, it's it, it's too. It's that call is too. I don't even know what to say about that, Tom. I don't. I well, okay. can't. I can't comment on it. What? T- give me one reason why the whistle was blown. No, but like, like, what does that have to do with that going in or not? Like, nothing. It doesn't have anything to do with it. With a, it has everything, I guess, to do, but also has nothing to do with it. If the whistle was blown, which it was, it's no goal. But the whistle was blown, so it's not a goal. If it wasn't blown, it would have been a goal. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know what the rule is, Justin. Well, that, I don't understand the question. You're. I'm saying, why can't that? I know. I know he can't. But like, they haven't updated that in the rule book. This is a fucking professional ref in the Stanley Cup Finals. He can't make a judgment call there and say, uh, that's a fucking goal. Like they just they had their whole season in the Stanley Cup finals took taken away from them. Maybe that's why Because he, because the ref does or the NHL doesn't put fucking power in the ref's hand there. Maybe that's why Gary Bettman got booed when he came out there to present the cup. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Terrible though. It's honestly a, a that's the thing, hockey. There's a couple rules within hockey that uh, they have to fix. One of them is actually the uh, the clearing of the puck into the stands, game <sighs> delay. That's a bad, 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 bad penalty that that they have to fix within hockey. It's ridiculous. You think they mean? Oh, but the, that, I'd say nine times out of ten they don't mean to shoot it over the. That's boards. another thing too. Like, that's not a hockey play. Like you don't get brought you're te- up. You're telling me the ref can't make a judgment call and say, "Oh, he meant to do that." You can yeah. tell. Yeah. If you've been around hockey and you've refed or played the game long enough, you're able to tell. The, the body movement of a player if they mean to do something or not. And I also think that diving and uh, em- embellishment in hockey is becoming uh, is becoming worse and worse. Yeah. I agree with Don Cherry when he says things like this. It, it's, it, it, this Stanley Cup uh, Finals was bad. Yeah. There was a couple bad ones. That has to get out of the game. But it probably won't, you know, because it's the players. Because we're just the people that talk about it. We can't control what goes on when the 10 players are on the ice. I'm telling you, I need a seat on that board of directors. You want to be on the players' union? Yeah. Did I tell you what happened to me yeah, two days ago? What happened? Two nights ago? What happened? I got home at about uh, 11.30. Okay. I realized I forgot my keys at work. Oh, no. I ring the doorbell a couple times. No one answers. I'm on the second floor. 
So I had to take a ladder from behind the house and put it up to my window. Are you fucking and serious? And break in my window. I go inside. My fucking roommate's standing there. The fuck? Why didn't he hear the doorbell? He goes. He he goes. Oh, is that you ringing the doorbell? I was like, yeah. He goes. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. Wait. Were so you, what the fuck do you mean you didn't know? Were you wearing your suit? No. <laughs> that would have been a lot more funnier if you were wearing your, <laughs> but your it was, suit. It was pitch black, and the ladder. It's a huge ladder. I could barely carry it. Were you drinking? I had like two beer. Yeah. Two beers. Two beer. Yeah, and he goes, oh, sorry. It's like, what the fuck do you mean you didn't know? That's like, do you always know who it is when you hear the doorbell ring? Is he going to be listening to this? I don't care if he is. You're upset at him. Well, he did it again today. Is he deaf? No, he's not. He's fucking lazy. You should talk to him. Sit him down. Don't confront him. <laughs> so so sit him down and not sit him down. Sit him down. Listen, buddy. <laughs> the doorbell. Give him the, give him the history of the doorbell <laughs> and what it means. Yeah. This is what it means when the doorbell rings. And then, oh, so I rang the doorbell a few times and then I texted my landlord. I was like, are you home? Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm just waking up. I was like, okay, I'm locked out. Can you let me in? He goes, wait a minute. I'm not at home. I'm in a hotel room. (laughs) He forgot that he passed out in a hotel room. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sounds like a classy bunch of people you're living with. I thought that was funny. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Tommy lives on the top floor and right next to his top floor, there's a little bit of a balcony. Uh, it's the, I, I live on an urban bee farm. He lives right next to the beach, actually. His whole neighborhood smells like... Grapes. Grapes. <laughs> Welcher's grape juice. It's a, it's a rich neighborhood, uh, a lot of grape growing. Anyways, the balcony next to him uh, is owned by his, I guess, neighbor bedroom person. And he actually owns... Is it a bee farm or a hornet farm? Or is there such a thing? It must be a bee farm. There's no such thing yeah, as but, a hornet farm. they look farm. like hornets. Can a hornets collect honey? I don't know. They get the yellow stripes. I figure that's what that meant. I wonder if hornets and bees get along. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so when their parents are like, I don't want you dating anymore. <laughs> I don't want you bees. Dating a- <laughs> I don't want you dating a bee. <laughs> hornets and bees just aren't getting along. So yeah, whenever Tommy uh, needs honey, he just goes out onto the balcony there and just scoops up some fresh honey uh, picked up by the nectar and the bees. Now, do some of these bees ever get into the room, Tommy? They did, but now I have a protective screen, an air conditioner in my window, so it takes up the whole. Oh, you got an air conditioner? It's not. It works. It it does the trick. You didn't tell me about this. It was just in the basement. Oh, I thought you like went out and got one. No. So you're an air conditioned man, not a fan man. I respect that. Air conditioning does the a job. But it it's called an air conditioner, but it's a fan. Does it hook into the window? Yeah. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Does it have two fans spinning? Yeah. Yeah, I know it, the one. It's fucking... It, do, it keeps the room... It does something. It stops the room from, like, overheating. Yeah. But it's still not... Yeah. Like, I like my room ice cold. Really? Yeah, I guess... Eh. I want to see my breath. When you're sleeping at night, do you like it cold in the room with a bunch of blankets? Yeah. Cause like, you, yeah. Because you can control... I like control. the cocoon. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like the cocoon because you can control your body temperature with the blankets. Yeah. Pillow situation. I have... You know what I like about my pillow situation? I have two pillows. One's like your basic pillow, and the other one's like a big fluffy one. So whatever I'm feeling at the time. Which one do you usually put on your head? The fluffy one? or Usually the fluffy. Why fluffy? Just sinks in more? It's a, it's a comfier pillow. I have a rule when I sleep. If your neck and your spine are aligned, everything will be fine. So <laughs> when you sleep and everything is aligned, you're going to be fine. Just I just repeated that. <laughs> and it usually it's been working for me for a good five things, years. Things things are fine, aren't they? Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, I need another pillow just to put my arm over. Yeah, you know, I need to, I need that grasp. Oddly enough, like the don't you have a girlfriend? 
Yeah, but she's a grasper too, and you know the, the body. Like, Do you both grasp separate pillows? Yeah, we both have separate pillows because you got to. Do you think, switch the pillow up sometimes? Well, here's the thing: we both have a fluffy and we both have a firm. And we actually both sleep on the fluffy and we both uh, hold the firm. That's what I do. Because like, we hold each other for like five, ten minutes maybe. But then we get too hot. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it's just, you get the, sweaty. The bedtime cuddle never works out. We cuddle, but for like, you know, five minutes. And then we watch, we say we're going to watch a movie. And you and never watch. We watch like ten minutes of it. I've tried to watch countless movies with you guys. And ten minutes in, you guys just walk away. It's like that with my dad too. You know, he, every time he wants to watch a movie with my mom, we'll watch it for ten minutes and then leave. Just go watch hockey or something. I think it's in within the Boulanger DNA. Are you I, good with movies? I don't think you're good with movies. What do you mean? You stay I, through a movie? I don't. I, I just don't feel you're a movie guy in general. I don't watch that many movies, but I mean, not like I don't watch them. And I, if I watch a movie, unless it's horrible, I'll finish it. Have you ever gone to a movie theater to, uh, to watch a movie, obviously, and left uh, during the movie because it was bad? I feel like I have, but I forget what movie. Yeah, there, it's, it, it, it's a terrible feeling. It's a waste of money. It's yeah. a waste of your day. Yeah. You know that feeling when you come out of a movie theater and you walk into the sunlight and you feel kind of weird like you, you did something wrong? Like you're missing something. I don't see that many movies in theater. When I was younger, I used to go to a lot of movies. I used to sneak into a lot of movies. I don't think I paid for a movie till I was 20. I tell you, I got, I got caught sneaking into a movie when I was like 18. <laughs> what did they do? They what did they do? Me and Chad Davis, they didn't like drag us out. They dra- <laughs> they didn't drag us out, but they like... Like they pushed you along. <laughs> yeah. You ever been Eight, caught... 18 years old. 18 years old. You ever drink while going to a movie theater? I've... Countless times. Yeah, it's fun. I brought a like a little Mickey or rum in, mix it with some Coke, sit back, watch Batman. It's a good time. Which Batman? Uh, the Dark Knight. See, to me, that's not a drinking movie. What? What's a drinking movie to you? Like a comedy? Yeah. Like I drank, I remember drinking at Jackass too. I was young. Yeah, well that's, <laughs> I remember going to see Project X. Remember that movie? You loved that movie. It was such a bad movie. And, Look uh, how cool the party is, man! <laughs> I remember my my life changed after that day. I was well, a different man. Why? Well, I was really the same guy. I just went. I just went downtown after. <laughs> <laughs> you drink. You, you go to that movie, and you come out of the theater. It's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. It's like I gotta go downtown. It's a fantastic flick. You know what? Um, going downtown. That's not like a thing in every city. That's. Because not every city's drinking scene is necessarily downtown. I have a question for you. Yeah. You know when we were 19, 20, going to like a club was a thing. Going to like the club, you got to party, get it out of your system. Yeah. Do you th- you know how clubs are kind of becoming on the, the not so much mainstream? It's more hipster bars. And yeah. Do you think that the up and coming 19, 20 year olds are going to lean towards clubs? Or do you think they're going to lean towards more hipster bars and things that are kind of catching on now? I think the clubbing is inevitable at a young young age mm. but i think they're going to transition into the hipster well like that's just like beer, a little quicker than we did though okay yeah, you're right because it did take for at least 23 24 yeah. now 25 for me to switch over to it yeah and it's not even that I, I i i don't know i guess i did enjoy going to the club it was fun when you're young was, I, I always found it the most fun when it was after a hockey game after a win going with the guys that was yeah. when it was the best yeah you know, because you worked hard, you celebrated because you won. You worked hard, you battled for the big dub. 
it was always fun going out drinking to the Left club it all on the ice. when you put a good if you get like a it was always fun for me whenever I got like a good exam mark back or test mark back or something <laughs> just knowing I did good in the in the public eye of society I did something that they wanted <laughs> <laughs> so then going to the club was what I wanted you never felt guilty waking up I deserve this I do deserve this those are the best moments in life when you work your ass off and then you sit down for a bit to me at least that's that's fantastic We've been going for 28 minutes. That flew by. We got to we got to bring these to an hour soon. I think we bought uh, two more microphones. We just need two more uh, outlets for the microphones. Uh, so once then we we'll get, have four microphones, then we'll have four microphones. So we're gonna get started. We're gonna get some guests on here soon uh, within the Vancouver area. So if you're listening to this and you're a comedian, <coughs> Ryan Reynolds, <coughs> and you're a, or a person that could teach uh, Tommy and I a thing or two, be uh, be looking in your Instagram. Oh, did you watch that video? I couldn't find it. Like, I, I, he gave us a link. Yeah, but I wanted to watch it on my laptop. And I didn't want to type in the URL. I didn't want to look at www. So, I, you know, I couldn't find it. What was it about? You know what I hate? Yeah, it's boring. Boring to talk about. I hate when I'm like at work and like someone will tell me what link to go to, but they add all like the little like... Like, you know how when you go to a website, it's just www.whatever.com or CA. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. slashes. Yeah. You don't need that www stuff. No, but like the slashes at the end too. Yeah. And it's, I remember I used to have a supervisor and if I didn't type it exactly how she had it on the sheet, she, she would like say, no, no, go back and put the W's in. So that's a person that takes their job extremely serious no, or they person, just don't know. That's a person who doesn't realize that, hey. I might know a little bit more about technology than than you think. he or she may. How old is she? Older. Yeah, that's well, why. That's, it's not her. But fault. and like the web, and she gave me like it was like a long ass one with like numbers and like letters in it, and I was like, you don't need any of that. Just slash whatever, and that's how we get there. How many more years before you think we are not we are we will not need bank tellers, or do you think you'll always need a bank teller? Because um, there are some people out there that are even our generation that are just incapable of using a ATM. That's insane. Anyway, um, my prediction is we have the technology now to not. We don't need them right now. I'm Basically, not, they don't need yeah. me. To, they don't need me there. Yeah. But Pete, there's so many people who just, you know, how many, like I bet you, over half, way over half of the people I get are people that didn't need to come in. Yeah. Well, you think about it. You can deposit your checks online now. Yeah. You can deposit money into the ATM. I think in the in the near future, not not the very near, but the nearish future, it's gonna be the branch will only have like maybe one customer service person for the one offs. Yeah, and there'll still be like small business stuff going on there because that stuff's still pretty tricky. And then it's gonna start coming with other things like, well, it's already happened at airports. So you don't even check into an airport anymore. You just print off your ticket, go to security. Yeah, you chuck your bag on a thing. Where you you flash off your your plane ticket. Soon there's going to be no customer service. It's just going to be robots. Well, like that's the thing. The ba- the banks are having trouble with these technology companies. Mm. These finance they're called fintechs, financial technology, and fancy. They don't have like they just use technology to do everything. So they don't have to pay for this huge staff. So they're able to sell stuff for a, like a fraction of the price banks do. So banks are going to figure something out. Anywho, good night. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. The high button will be back this 
Tuesday and Thursday. Have a good week, everybody. The high button is out.